Hello and welcome to The Gibby Community, a sonic space for empathy and kindfulness. I'm Ruby Illing and in this episode you can join me on a visit to the Whitehawk Food Bank. Uh, my name is Joe and I have the privilege of managing Whitehawk Food Bank which is in East Brighton and I've been doing that since March 2020 uh, but I originally started at the food bank in November 2019 doing comms and admin and everything in between. Food banks generally tend to have quite small staff teams so if you're involved in a food bank whether that's on staff or volunteering you kind of tend to get involved in everything from social media to packing food parcels or putting together like even things like uh, policy documents and chatting with MPs and things like that like there's a whole range of things that are involved with working or volunteering in a food bank so but it's got a lot and lots of space so this is the the food bank center that you use yes when I arrived I was greeted by Caroline at St Cuthbert's Church and then she took me around the corner to another building to meet the rest of the volunteers. So we're walking. It's basically this building. Okay. We've just come from the church. Yes. Yeah. St. Cuthman's. So, so it's quite a big building, as you see. It used to be a cafe and a nursery school. That was funded by the Shore Start Scheme, which... Sure start scheme disappeared, nursery disappeared. Um, so we used to use it for storage, like back when we first opened, but we would use one little tiny room, whereas now we use the whole ground floor of the building. So is that visual representation of how food banks have grown in the last 10 years or so? People come in and register at the church. It's not overly formal, like register makes it sound really formal. We just fulfill the like voucher that's been made for them. And then we will, sit with them, go through their food order, um, get sent across to the building next door where our team pack it up. And then uh, once it's ready, they'll let us know and we can tell the client that they can come around and pick up the food parcel from, uh, from next door. Hello. 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 What's your name? Nick. Nick. And what are you doing today? Uh, I am greeting the clients at the door. And Lovely. giving them their food. And giving them their food, yes. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. We'll see you on the way back. Okay. <laughs> What I'll do is I'll go and get the sort of bosses so that they know they know you're all right. Yeah. Thank you. In other words. Hello. Do you mind if I ask you what you're doing and what I'm doing? Yeah. Yes. Um, this is, these are the um, charts that we get through from the people requesting food, okay. and so we go around, go around the whole room, fetching what they've asked for, and putting them into the bags here. And they, they, they will come to the door there, and we'll give it to them there. So this is what we're doing. Oh, brilliant. What's your name, by the way? My name is Hillary. Hillary. Nice. Well, let's say I do get satisfaction from doing it. I wouldn't say that it's totally selfish in the sense that I feel that I ought to do it. But, um, yeah, I, I do really feel very pleased that I can help in some way, some small way, that people who are in trouble in our society because I believe that we are responsible for our fellow man, I really do. So, yes. So, 
I'm Jamie, um, I'm the stockroom manager. Well, here we are in the stockroom, and we're now going to carry out one of our uh, regular stockroom duties the topping up of the packing area. So, uh, we have identified where there are gaps in the packing area. Um, so, let's go and fill them. We're short of potatoes and veg. Yeah, we've got potatoes. These, these are canned potatoes. These are canned potatoes. I'm, a, I'm actually engaging with them. I'm seeing something of the way they live, something of the challenges that they have. Yeah, I th it's opened my eyes in a lot of ways doing this. And there are some social problems out there. I don't know that I've got a personal solution. Well, I haven't got a macro solution, but I think there's an element of micro-solution which says that you just get to know people and you get alongside people. Oh yeah, this is perfect. Thank you. Uh, well, I do two days a week here. On a Wednesday, I do the restocking. So I go about with a big shopping trolley and uh, whether there is a need for baked beans, I supply that need for baked beans. Uh, then on the Thursday, I'm on the door as the clients arrive, greet the clients and then go and find their bags of food where possible, where they have things in their pack that they don't can't eat or their kids won't eat. Then like to give the personal touch as much as possible. So go and swap it for some cocoa pops or yeah, some whatever the pasta is that the kids like. And it's basically being at a point of uh, contact for the clients when they arrive. And it's not officially an advice giving role, but you do end up kind of talking to people. People are quite keen in a lot of cases to uh, open up and it's nice to be able to relate to them. I am not a rich man myself and, you know, uh, services like this are increasingly necessary for people. So it's good to be a part of that and it's good to offer a human face to it and give a bit of empathy really because people here are not proud of arriving needing food and tampons and people swallow their pride to arrive so it's important to me to be able to offer uh, advice and say yes I completely understand I have had benefits problems been sanctioned before I understand what it's like. I've always felt that the shame is felt by the wrong people that uh, the shame of the situation in terms of the scale of the need for food banks in our society. Unfortunately, you have the situation where a large part of the media <laughs> casts the shame on people who are experiencing, experiencing poverty and destitution when the shame actually should be on us as a society that has allowed this kind of scale of, of need to be, to be present and for large-scale emergency food needs to become a reality. The fact that so many people are in need in this day and age, in our society, we're actually about the fifth most wealthy country in the world, and we have people who have to come to food banks. It's an absolute disgrace. It really is dreadful. And so anything one can do to help them and redress the balance, that's it really. So. It's fulfilling for me uh, to be able to sort of go away from here thinking, yeah, I genuinely helped. 
that person. Like somebody arrived early today and, you know, I know for a fact she needs a knee replacement because of the relationship we've sort of built up over the weeks and months. And she's having a pretty grim time with her mental health. And I was just talking to her about how she talks to her doctor. And, you know, when she went away with her bags of beans and, and pasta, I did kind of think, well, that was... I feel good about that. You know, it's nice to be able to give them the food, but to be able to help them a little bit and empathise with them. Uh, you know, I, a lot of these people, maybe, I don't know if they see you as somebody they can trust because you're in that caregiving situation. But the, I find that people are talking to me as somebody they don't really know at all, uh, where they wouldn't necessarily talk to members of their family. And, I've, you know, the woman this morning actually said that, you know, I don't get to talk about things like this to anybody. So to to be just a sounding board for people's problems and to be able to relate to some of them as well, I got a lot out of that personally, yeah. I had one person say to me, I grew up without a dad. You're the closest I've got. Um, but that was something that was said to me a couple of weeks ago and uh, I'm still reeling from it. I've, 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 they've become family and I've never met them. I've been phoning a couple of ladies that I've still got, that I phone every week, and I've been phoning them for two years. Citizens Advice help them out, and other charities do, but I try and encourage them to have, make the next phone call or, you know, press, you know, chase people. Moral support, but it's, it's encouraging them to, to progress it further. Is there anything that you've you've learned about being here? I've learned a lot about the benefit system, or the you know the ins and outs of the benefit system, and I've learned about mental health and the lack of provision, the slowness of the the PIP applications, the slowness of of people in domestic abuse. Just the, the whole thing is just grind. It's important that people are signposted to help with the, the problems that have brought them here in the first place. So they have uh, debt advice there, they have benefits advice. The MP often does his workshop in there. And it just means that people aren't, it's not just the sticking plaster of giving them the food and the toothpaste that they need, but uh, hopefully, you know, some of the underlying problems that bring them here in the first place can be addressed while they're on the premises and in a friendly atmosphere. It's not something like a council office where you've got to queue up and take a ticket. You know, they have a community cafe in there with free fruit and veg and tea and cake. And if people are anxious about these problems bring a lot of anxiety with the money problems and if you can talk to somebody in a relaxed atmosphere like that I think that's all good. It's trying to create like a hub within the community where people aren't sent from pillar to post around the city to access different avenues of support they can kind of like come to one place and know that there's going to be someone there for all sorts of issues. Pre-pandemic we'd run we'd call it more of a food bank cafe the reason we wanted to call it community cafe instead was that we noticed that when we'd previously run the cafe, people began to pick up, oh, if you're going to the church on a Thursday, everyone in the community knows why you're going there and it's because you're accessing the food bank. And we felt like that kind of stigma potentially was a barrier to people coming along or getting the support that they needed to. So we kind of opened it up as a general community cafe that anyone can come to and just sit and meet with you know, their neighbours 
um, as well as access the financial advice or energy support or um, counselling services, whatever it might be, food banks then become quite a good place to to have all these different kind of wraparound support services because the things that lead people to food banks is very rarely one thing. There's often quite a lot of situations going on in someone's uh, life in the background that are contributing towards the need for emergency food. So hopefully we'll get to a point where people can access advice and support before they're in a position where they need a food bank. Um, but, you know, that's a kind of longer term thing of helping people to feel like they can ask for advice with the debts that they've got, you know, before it reaches a crisis point. And there are people that we see, you know, week in, week out. And then when you don't see them after a while, you think, oh, it's a shame I haven't seen old what's name for a while and then you have to remember it's good that we haven't seen them for a while because maybe you know the the short-term issues if that's what it was that brought them here in the first place have been resolved and the fact that you don't see them means that they're doing very much better it's always nice to see the people they're all very friendly uh, but it's kind of nice to see them go as well in a weird way yeah. is there any finishing thoughts i think we're making progress <laughs> That would be my thing to get them, two of them not needing to be reliant on the food bank. That would be my my goal. Um, it's a real shame that we need to have food banks, the fact that there are more food banks in this country than McDonald's, but all the while there's a need for them. Um, it's reassuring and heartening to see how many people are prepared to give their time uh, and effort to help out people who need help. So it's, you know, it's... a uh, uh, a reassuring portrait of society maybe <laughs> you have to if you have to pick something good about it then that would be it yeah so many people are unaware of the situations that people face we kind of cast these broad generalizations on different communities different demographics within society and not enough people actually go into those communities and meet people and get to know their stories and i think if more people did that, especially more people in positions of uh, authority or people with decision-making responsibilities, then we'd have a much more compassionate society that sought to genuinely understand the experiences that, that people have in different situations yeah, all around the country. I don't know if you know The Little Prince by Saint-Exupéry. It's a wonderful book. And he says, it is only with the heart that one sees truly. Everything that is important is invisible to the eye. Thank you so much. You're welcome. We've seen throughout the pandemic, like, incredible generosity. And a huge part of that has been through partnering with the Givy platform. And I think we've seen, like, over £75,000 of donations through the platform, which is, like just amazing. So to thank everyone that has donated through that platform, but also please do get in touch with us. Like we've got, we'll send messages out to people that, that have donated with our contact details and ways that you can stay in contact. And we'd love to like let people know about more ways that they can support the, the food bank, support our kind of broader vision as well as giving financially. There's so many other ways that people can support us. So um, please do get in contact with us. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Gibby Community. 
If you would like to donate to Whitehawk Food Bank, the link is in the description. And links to follow us on social media are also there.